welcome to your Kevlar. Good morning, all. <laughs> Happy Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Right? Four days to go? Well, when they're listening to it on Friday, potentially it's three Eves. Three Christmas Eves. Eves. Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Yeah. Or Happy <laughs> Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Merry Christmas. Anywho. <laughs> Hello. Any ho, ho, ho. We are back. Another episode of The Real Kevlar, the podcast about our bulletproof love story. We continue to grow and get to know each other, even though we've been together forever. And we plan on being together for forevermore. Yes, we do. I hope. Uh, I'm fine with it. Are you? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure. Well, like I said, we're a few days out from Christmas. We've done Christmas episodes this entire month, so why not? This will be the, the preview, and then the next one will probably be one more Christmas episode as we wrap up. Yeah, we'll have to uh, circle back. Circle back. <laughs> Well, let's start off with our usual updates. What you got going on, babe? <sighs> Done Christmas shopping, clearly. I mean, I would hope at this point. Finally, you but caught up. Not, okay, back up. I was done since last weekend. And even before that, I really only had like a gift card or two left. Some people may not be done yet. Okay. Anyways, I'm done. But I have to We finish. are done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> I have to finish shopping. I have to go grocery shopping for all of the Christmas dinner festivities. So Mason and I will do that tomorrow and just clean and like get everything together. Um, I'm officially on my Christmas break. So that is. Yeah. Rub it in a little more. Why don't you? Oh, you have one more day. You can make it. So uh, Mason, Mason and I tomorrow. Mason and I are already on our break. You and Logan have one more day. Although when everyone's listening to this, depending on when, we might all be on our break at that point. Mm. My updates. I'm still running into my 350 to 400 carb diet, and it is going great. I finally figured out the, the tummy aches, and I got my fiber and water intake kind of dialed in, so I feel great. The bloating is gone. Um I'm about 27 days, 28 days into it now. So I guess we'll kind of wrap it up and go over results, even though I got a couple of days left. Um, so I've been on it. It was a 30 day challenge I made for myself, 2,700 calories, 350 to 400 carbs while eating 250 to 300 grams of protein. Um, I lost about six pounds in the process and I really felt like I feel strong, so much stronger than I did before. And I, again, I've eating, been eating 2,700 calories. So I've really amped up my calories, which has really helped my workouts and my muscle growth and things like that. So I feel really good about that. Can't wait to continue um, taking a little break through the holiday season. And then come January 2nd, we'll figure out what the next goal is and what the next plan is there. And I'll roll with that for a few weeks and see what's next. Next up, my passion project. If you haven't followed any of my social media, please do so. I've been dumping a lot of content out there. My next podcast that I'm starting by myself starts January 2nd. It's called Dragons and Demons Real Motivation. I have my first script written out for that. I got some research, some loose ends I want to tie up there. Then I'll start on my second. Again, I'm researching what motivation kind of where it comes from where it starts what the origins are and then i'm going to dive into it i'm going to find out people's stories talk to people interview people read books and and find anything i can to help any person who may or may not be listening to find something 
to help them through their next project or help them in their next goal or help them get out of bed if I need to. So that's my, my passion project update. Moving on to the win of the week. You didn't write anything in our pre-script, so do you want to go first or should I? <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking about this right before we started. I don't really know. I mean. All right, I'll go first. You think yeah, about you, it. You go first. So mine are centered around my lifting goals because, again, like I said, I'm feeling pretty strong. I'm down to about 233 pounds, which is the lowest I've been other than my water fast. And at that body weight, I can crank out. I did 33 pull-ups. Um, a couple days ago, and then I threw a, ch- a chain over my neck, a 35 pound chain, and I cranked out three sets of 10. So that's impressive to me. I benched last week. I did 355 for 19, which puts me at a calculated max, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Puts my calculated max at 573, which would Yikes. be more than I got about 89 pounds ago in my competition when I was a super heavyweight. People make jokes about not training legs. My legs are still massive, so everyone can calm down. I am kind of working through some some back things that um, my lower back has has a spasm, so I'm kind of working through that. I have been training legs just extremely light to keep everything safe and, and keep my training moving day to day. So some of those numbers will start coming in as I'm getting better. It's really loosening up, so I'm getting close. But again, I don't want to push it because I don't want to hurt myself ever again. Yeah, let's not do that. So what's your win of the week? Um, I mean, is it crazy to say that I actually checked off like everything on my list at work and I feel like I closed the book like at a good spot? That is not I mean, crazy. That's, I, I had Monday through Wednesday, I had meeting, 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 like it felt like it or they were sporadically throughout my day. So I felt like I couldn't get a chunk of things done. And today I had like one meeting. So I was able to do like all my housekeeping, all my like admin type of things, like just like my busy work. And I just got my to-do list done. It was, I was listening to Christmas music and it was just really nice. So I guess that's my one. And I got the kids haircuts. That's good. And mine. Oh yeah. And I helped with yours. Look at that. Wow. I'm killing it. Right. Winning. All <laughs> winning, long. winning. What are you watching? Again, you left this one blank in I our pre script visit. Okay, call me out a little bit. It's you fine. Want, you want me to go first? No, you got I'm it. Fine. All right, go for it. I mean, I'm not really watching anything. Like I haven't really watched anything this week. I think last weekend maybe I watched was it like Christmas in the Vineyard or something? A, a Christmas movie on Netflix. It was like fine, you know, cheesy, same type of storyline, whatever. Um, but I just like have been listening to some of my typical podcasts that I listen to. So, yeah. Is it the real Kevlar podcast? Um, yeah, but I also. I heard that one's really good. <laughs> I also listened to some other ones, so. Yeah, that's really it. Not watching much this week. All right. So she cheated and didn't talk about what she's watching. She talked about what she's listening to. So I'm going to cheat still. I'm I'm done my I'm not done my book yet. I got like two chapters left. But Living with a Seal by Jesse Itzler. Um, he's a he's a marathon runner, super successful businessman that asked a Navy SEAL to move in with him and train him. And this book is hilarious, motivating, really entertaining to read. It's an easy read. Um, I think I've only read it like four nights and I only have like 25 or 30 pages left. Um, but it's really entertaining to kind of put yourself in these scenarios, these really hard fought things that like 
sound ridiculous, but also are doable. Um, it has me coming up with a few ideas that I'm going to throw into my workouts once I kind of get things where I want them to be. So living with a seal, Jesse Itzler, highly recommend it. Um, if you're looking for a laugh, uh, a motivational pick me up and to hear somebody else going through a struggle that they kind of brought on themselves. So I have a stack of books. My next one I'll probably talk about on the next podcast because I think I'll finish this one here this weekend. Yeah, you probably will. Okay. Next up, our Christmas topic of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, I challenged you to go through, and and I'll do it too, step-by-step your Christmas Day tradition. So as early as you can remember, and then kind of the variation and different stages as you've grown up. But before we do that, I'll be honest, it has been an extremely hard week for me this year, the week before winter break, Christmas break. Um, And years past, last year I was in this role of of overseeing kids and hearing a lot of the struggles and the drama with kids. And it's, as a teacher, you know, it exists, you hear some stories, but as, as an administrator in the building, and I'm not going to go into detail because it's really nobody else's business, but talking to some parents, talking to some kids, talking to some other people, the, the hardships that some of these kids go through, it's truly heartbreaking. And, and when you hear one or two, you're like, man, if I could just adopt this kid, or if I could just take this kid in, I could give them the best Christmas ever. But after hearing as many stories as I've heard this year, it's really heartbreaking. And and it's, it, you can't, I, we couldn't afford to, and, and I don't, I, I could take everyone in our family and we could adopt kids and there still would be kids who are, just aren't going to get a Christmas. Um, kids who are going through th- struggles at home, their, their parents are going through struggles or they don't even have parents. And, and some of the stories that we hear are just, they're hard to hear. Um, and it really turned my attention to appreciating the little things. And then this week, even at like my 3 a.m. wake up for workouts, I, I go outside, I breathe in the fresh air, and I, I truly appreciate every every blessing that I have. Um, some of the people don't have the opportunity to do anything that we do. It, it's it's truly special to to realize that we're so lucky. Um, so we're going to go through, and it's going to sound kind of braggy, but it's something that we're excited for and something that we're just taking advantage and, and, and appreciating every moment that we had growing up, every moment we have in going forward. We didn't have perfect lives growing up. I certainly wasn't spoiled. Like, like I want to spoil my boys. So, um, the one value that I want to teach to them starting this Christmas, if we haven't started before is for them to appreciate every, every moment they have, every moment we have and every gift that they get. Um, yeah, it's been a rough week. It's been an exhausting week. Um, I wish every kid out there could have the opportunity to get everything they want. I wish every family and every parent could provide everything they want for their, their kids, but it's truly just not a reality. Um, so yeah, if you if you're out there, if you're listening, please appreciate every second you get. Um, hug everybody, thank them like crazy. And watch those little kids' faces light up when they do get gifts because no one deserves it more than the, the innocent children of our world. So, sorry to Actually, bring a damper on things. This kind of reminded me, and I wanted to bring this up. I saw a video earlier today, which, of course, like made me cry at the drop of a hat. And 
this mom, her, they live in like a not so great area and her daughter was supposed to have the opportunity to do pictures with Santa at her school. I guess it was today or whenever she made this video and it was $5 a picture, which that in itself is ridiculous. And she had forgotten to send the money with her daughter. So she went to drop it off. Well, come to find out that the teacher or whoever she was talking to made a comment that the kids were so excited to hear that Santa was coming to their school. But then the second that they heard that it cost money, the excitement just like dropped. And this what mom. What a way to ruin the, I know. the magic gift of, of Santa and Christmas. That's, right. That's... And this mom was like in tears because she remembered when she was younger, she was like, we would not be in the position. Like, I, I wouldn't even ask. I wouldn't even ask for that $5 because, you know, and she was like, and my heart went out to any of the kids who weren't even asking. So she was like, so I went and got a ton of cash out and I came back and I made sure that every kid in my daughter's class got to see Santa and have a picture with him today. And, and that's like that. That's the magic of Christmas. Like, uh. so high emotional episode here. Show sharing some empathy, and now I'm going to share some frustration. So there are also people in this world who do give, and it is truly appreciation mm-hmm. appreciative from me, if not from those people. But the people that need that that response of of going on Facebook and posting, I just did this and this for someone else. Shut up. <laughs> The, the nicest thing you could do is do something special and not take any credit for it. Be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Buy a gift for someone and leave it be. Don't pat yourself on the back. Don't, don't create this self-importance and put yourself above other people. That's so frustrating, and, and it's, it's sad to see. Anyway, let's brighten this episode back up. So we're going to go back to little three-year-old and four-year-old Kevin and three-year-old and four-year-old little Lauren who did know each other, by the way, same preschool. Oh yeah. I was going to say what age is preschool? St. James preschools where it all started three and four years old. Right. So who wants to go first? Um, I mean, are we going to trade off back and forth or what? Sure. So well, it doesn't matter. I just you we've talked mind. about it before. My dad was sick. Um, so things were a little different for us, but not crazy different. Our routine was and, and my sister. Whoa. <laughs> Easy there. Thunder. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody. Our routine was. Um, Are we going to do Christmas Eve and Christmas? It's day? Christmas Day. This is all Christmas Day. <sighs> so Christmas Eve, we'd be at grandma's. Boom. Done. Now we're going home. We're all not going to sleep, but we're going to get locked in our bedrooms. Um, I shared a brother bedroom with my older brother. And my younger sister was in the room next to us. So she's two years younger than me. My older brother is about five years older than me. So I would usually wake up at, I don't know, three. And I would wait. Then I'd go wake my sister up because she didn't have to wait like I did. And then we'd go downstairs and we'd see all the gifts under the tree and we'd get all excited, but we weren't allowed to touch them. Our rule was we could not touch them until my mom and dad and brother came down. Yeah. Um, but you were allowed to like go down. We were allowed to go down and we were allowed to take out our stockings and get oh, working on our stockings. That's quite a bit of trust right. that they had in you children. So we would tear tear into our <laughs> stockings and be neck deep in candy wrappers or whatever was in our, oh uh, our um, stocking. And then we'd look at each other and be like, well, who's going to go wake Frankie up? Because whoever was waking Frankie up was going to get hit, kicked or something thrown at. <laughs> so usually I would lose that. I would go in and, and, grab his foot and run out. And then I would go try and wake my parents and my mom would be willing. 
and my dad would be probably up by then, but he would get up. So then we'd all make our way down. We would do presents. And then early on, we would go to church around noon. And then we'd probably get back together with some grandparents, whether it was my dad's parents when they were still alive or going to um, having my mom's parents come out to the house and see all the goods that we got. Um, Then we would just hang around the house and I'd be playing with whatever Lego kit Santa brought me that year. And we would just kind of hang out for the rest of the day. Um, So that kind of changed over the years. Do you want to do yours or should I just go over my changes? Mm, go ahead actually it's probably better if you just swipe through it so that kind of changed over the years and and we moved around our house a little bit because my dad was less and less mobile um but it really did we would all it really wouldn't change we would all do our stockings and then we wait for everybody and then we would start doing our gifts um we would do later on we would do midnight mass the night before to get it out of the way. And that was actually kind of fun. Like it was special to, to go out, leave the house at 1130, go to midnight mass, come home at like one thirty or two, and then go do our thing, go to bed and, and then wake up and do, do Christmas. Um, and then, I mean, it was kind of the same. My dad passed away. So that next Christmas was, I'll be honest, it was kind of, it was special because it, it took all the, the stressors in, of my dad's um, aches and pains and all his misery that he was going through and all the stressors of trying to make sure that we're, we're making him as comfortable as possible. It was really nice to just kind of have us there back to the basement and just to be able to relax. And, and, and we didn't feel like we were missing him. We, we definitely felt like his presence in spirit in a way. Um, but it was really nice to have that. Um, and then everyone started moving out. But <laughs> wasn't, was it that first year that your dad had passed away or was it after where the Christmas Eve started? Yeah, we started celebrating with just our immediate family Christmas Eve. Like my mom hosts Christmas Eve at that point. Um, so we would just kind of do our thing Christmas Eve there. Um, and and we would all exchange gifts and be done so that when we got up, we would be able to go out and do our own thing. Um, then at that point, we were dating and getting serious and we started celebrating Christmas at your house. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you were older too, so you guys could just do Christmas Eve, and it wasn't like a right. Santa, Santa wasn't coming to our houses anymore because we were grown. So there were some Christmas days that you actually worked Wawa because you would get like time and double time. Yeah, so you're like perfect. We're not doing anything. I'm gonna work. All right, (laughs) so why don't you do your your childhood, and then we'll tie them together when we were dating. Okay, so I know that we're not really going in Christmas Eve, but I just have to say real quick. All right, make it quick. It started, so my sister does a Christmas Eve party every year, and it started when I was younger that I would basically be in her basement wrapping gifts for her for for quite a while, but I actually liked it when I was, like, real young. And then I was older, and then I would actually kind of participate in the uh, party a little bit. And then once we were, like, more seriously dating, I basically was doing Christmas Eve at your house. So that's a high level overview. Um, Okay. Christmas day. It's interesting that you were allowed to like go down because we would not go down until. Okay. So let me say this. I don't really remember Christmas when my sister lived at the house with me. I mean, she got married and moved out when I was 10. So I mean, I should remember before that, but I kind of don't. 
I remember and actually like love. So I don't know if anyone remembers those Nextel phones that were like a walkie talkie, like (laughs) brick. And my sister had it. Her husband had it. My parents had them, whatever. So I didn't have one, but basically somebody would give me theirs Christmas Eve night. And my sister would basically like walkie talkie me in the morning and wake me up. Oh, maybe I do remember like when she was there, whatever. Anyway, so she would walkie talkie and wake me up Christmas morning. So we would make sure that we were awake at the same time. And then I would go in and get my parents up. And then I would have to basically wait while they went to the bathroom, brush their teeth or whatever they were doing. Um, And then we would go downstairs because the tree was right in the front living room. So it's not even like I could go downstairs and just like wait in a front room before we like went back. Like it's like you basically saw it right at the bottom of the stairs. And it's also interesting that you did your stockings first because our stockings are the last thing that we do. We go through all of the presents and then we do stockings. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that was just something my mom did to keep us like. No, I know. There was literally like a four hour difference from the time me yeah. and Steph got up versus Frankie. And, it's just and interesting, her. you know, how like different it is. So, um, and then basically after we did all of that, we would have like breakfast, brunch, whatever you want to call it, hop in the shower, put on, you know, new clothes that you got for Christmas or put on whatever. And then we would hop in the car and drive into Jersey. So when we started dating, then we started doing Christmas morning at your house and I would come to your house and mm-hmm. jump in gifts there. You get, would bring get chocolate Lego milk kids. for like the first two years. I got chocolate milk. Yeah. And then it just kind of got accounted for the next couple of years. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. I guess my Wawa runs are done. <laughs> um, but we still do that because I need to get a monster usually something to wake me up because I have an addiction to caffeine problem. You don't really run out anymore. <laughs> well, because no. now now we're at home for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that continued for a long, long time up until a couple of years ago when, when Logan was with us. Um, yeah. When Logan like was old enough, basically we pivoted and made sure that we were right. So now that for them to wake up now that Logan and Mason are old enough, um, I can't wait for Mason this year. So we we still do Christmas Eve at, um, my mom's house and then we, haul our butts home to get here before Santa does. And Mm -hmm. this year we're going to put some, some old beat up toys and some old and broken toys under the tree for Santa to take with him because the boys want them to get fixed and sent out to other kids as needed. And, um, what else? Christmas cookies that you we'll and Logan will yeah. make. So Logan and I went to the store and I let him pick out the type of cookies that he wants to make you for Santa. go to the store and get Santa some Christmas whiskey. But, uh. <laughs> um, so we'll do the cookies and everything. And then Christmas Day, we, you know, we'll wake up, do the gifts and stuff. And last year, my parents came this year. My parents and my sister and her whole family are coming. Um. So it's exciting. Like we host and we get to use our Christmas dishes and all those fun things. So again, this year is going to be extra special for me because I'm really going to slow things down and trying to appreciate every little thing because I don't know that I ever took for granted up until now as much as I did. Um, I'm pumped. My, our, our two-year-old soon to be three-year-old. I really feel like he's going to be feeling the magic this year. And our six-year-old definitely is feeling the magic. So, yeah, I mean, literally I, this is like the perfect age for those two. I drove. So the other night at wrestling, 
um, we had to turn in the raffle tickets, which I originally was going to be taking Logan. And then it was a last minute change that you were able to take him. So the raffle tickets were in my purse and Mason and I had to bring them over to you. And the whole entire ride over there, I mean, he was in the backseat, Christmas, rainbow, red. And it was like the extreme excitement level stayed high the whole entire ride. I mean, we were seeing Christmas lights every inch down the road and he was just calling out the colors he saw, calling out that he saw more of them. I mean, he was like beyond thrilled. Um, and even today, like at daycare, his, um, provider had sent me a message and said that, you know, she gave him his Christmas gift and he literally said like, for me, all for me and like (laughs) tore into the bag. And it was like some hot wheels and a curious George and a book. And he was like hugging the hot wheel cars. There's like a shark one. And he kept looking at it and saying like, you're awesome. You're so awesome. And like, it's just, oh my God. It's his like pure love for this time. So adorable. So adorable. So easy transition here. Next segment. What are we loving? Ugh, I mean, him this season is like by far one of the things I'm loving. Um, but there's also two other things that I put down that are actually not kid related for once. Here we go. You have been I've doing mama. You've been doing really great. Uh eating well and whatnot this holiday season in this 30-day diet i left this part out i have cheated (laughs) twice okay tell them what you cheat i wouldn't even call it a cheat on this 30-day diet and the only time i went off script we went out to the dinner and i didn't realize they put parmesan cheese on my chicken breast oh god forbid so there's one the other one did i tell you what the other one was no it was your fruity pebble protein shake that is milk based oh you had it okay i had a sip oh that is the only two things I cheated on. See, I we had a luncheon at dinner at, at school today where there was everything. They had one yesterday, today, and I have just walked right past it with my rice cake in my in my hand, eating an apple. I eat them whole, by the way, now. I eat the core and all. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Back to what we are I wouldn't loving. even call it a cheat, but here we go. What I was saying is you're being so great, and I am already I indulging. I can't wait to be bad. Well, I'm already indulging in the holiday season, and it's I can like feel it, so I can't Why? wait for- have? January 2nd. Um, but what I'm loving is the peppermint chip milkshake from Chick-fil-A. I've had it twice so far. Oh it is mm, so good. So if you haven't tried one, try it. Peppermint chip shake. Yes. And then the other thing that I'm loving is I came across, for those of you who have Spotify, there's a playlist called Old MySpace Jams. And let me tell you... <laughs> It is bringing back so many memories and it's also like a weird comfort level. Like, I don't know. It's just, it was putting me in such a good mood today. I was listening to it. So weird. I listened to it like when I was cleaning tonight, like it was just, it like brought a smile to my face, but then also, okay. So this is a playlist that someone had put together. That's like public and Spotify. I don't know. Um, They're all the explicit versions, which is like fine. But Canceled. I'm actually hearing like all of the words and I was like singing to some of them and I would catch like what they were saying. And I thought to myself, um, did we really listen to this stuff? I was like, I dropped Mason off at daycare and then I'm driving away listening to some of these songs. And I had to like change a couple of them because I was like, I can't I can't listen to this right now. But anyways, it's amazing throwback. So. All right, what I'm loving, and I already touched on it, is is just 
the little things, the little things that we take for granted. Um, what I've really been trying to do this week because it, it's it's been a stressful week and, and there's been a lot of exhausted faces walking through our building, students and staff. And I'll be honest, I've been very frustrated with more so the adults in our building. And it's not really like they're anyone is to blame, but it's really just a, a culmination of everything coming together at once and, and it making it tough for everyone. So everyone's exhausted and everyone can be frustrating at times and, and things happen and I get it. We're all adults. We're all trying our best. So I'm, I'm not taking it personal, but it's hard not to in the moment. But what I have been doing is trying to find ways to put a smile on every kid's face that I can come across. Um, I mean, some kids that I'm running out of bathrooms all days because they're in places are just trying to avoid class. I'll, I'll pass one of them in the hallway and crack a joke. And, and I'm just trying to, to be the bright point in somebody's day. And, and that's been my goal, enjoying the fresh air, enjoying the, the conversations with kids. I mean, that's what we're there for. So that's what I've been loving. That's what I've been enjoying is, is trying to slow down and take, take appreciation for all the things that are right in front of us that we might normally just walk on by. Um, think that's all we got for that so next up what are we wondering this is where we ask questions that we did not share on our pre-episode script that are ones that potentially have a strange response or one that we are just totally curious as to what the answer may be who's going first i was just gonna ask you that well you tell me boss you go here's what we can do instead Let's exchange our gifts live on air. No. 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 (laughs) I'm surprised we haven't heard yours bark yet. Oh, my God. He told me that if I didn't know, he's been asking me every day, probably since actually before December 1st, he has been asking me if we want to exchange gifts. And I keep saying no. And today he told me that he thinks it's about time because mine won't survive without water or food anymore. I guess we'll find out what I'm wondering. (sighs) So the other day, Logan got his singlet. Yeah. And I FaceTimed my mom. Yeah. Showed Logan to my mom. And then you took my phone and you went upstairs for like 45 minutes. Damn near killed my phone. (laughs) Talking to my mom. I love my mom and I will talk to her. Our conversations are 12 minutes. Comparison to another time in college, you had a friend over, sat on our couch and no TV, just drank wine. And I came back in like an hour and a half from hitting the gym and you were still sitting in the same position. How? So my question is, how can you sit and just talk and fill that time? What do you talk about? I mean, it's a girl thing. I, explain this girl thing to me because this is exactly what this segment is for. I mean, what do we talk about? Well, first of all, I went upstairs to talk to your mom because I couldn't hear a darn thing because you and the boys and the dog were all running around like crazy. And she was asking me questions. Can't remember what it is. Probably Christmas stuff or God knows what. Um, let's see. I mean... It, it kind of like varies. Like I'll, I talk to my mom every Saturday and we FaceTime. We kind of catch up like on the week. Right. So we'll talk about like stuff like yeah, that. Two For minutes. The couch tops. Thing, no. For the couch thing with friends, like 
And again, I mean, you could be catching up with someone that you haven't seen in a long time and you just start talking about one thing and it rolls into the next. It's kind of like, think about it like dominoes. It's just like. The pizza? It all No, it all connects and it rolls into each other. And then it's just like the next thing you know, it's two hours later. I don't really it's know just, how else to explain it. Like I just. So the la- what was the last extended conversation you had like that? Whether it was Sam or your mom or my mom, what was the last one you remember? I mean, I just talked to my mom like Sunday morning. How long was that conversation? I don't know. I don't time it. That that one's hard because it's usually like me and the boys. Well, mostly me. Um, so it's hard. It, the timing varies because I have other. Uh, what am I trying to say? Variables. <laughs> the kids at stake. Um, but like when I caught up with Sam, like over Thanksgiving, I mean, we talked for a while, but we were shopping and stuff out too. But like we had dinner, and, but we hadn't seen each other since like January or no, June. And we don't talk, we don't text a lot. Like we just, I don't know. I mean, it's a girl thing, I guess. But I mean, think about it. If you were to, like if we were to go visit Don or something, you wouldn't be able to talk to him for longer than 10 minutes. I mean, we wouldn't be able to sit on the couch and drink wine without like we'd have to have a game on. We'd have to be playing a game. We'd have to be watching yeah. something. We'd have to be doing something. We wouldn't just be able to be entertained by chatting. Chatting. I don't know. It's just a girl thing. I know that's not the answer you want. That's but... pretty much what I expected. So, Okay. Sorry to disappoint. No, it's fine. All right, you're up. Okay. Football question. There are I'm kind of I'm going to start with some statements before I get to a question, but correct me if the statements are wrong, okay? Okay. There are owners for all of the NFL teams, correct? I guess it's like a statement and a question. Well, the Green Bay Packers are publicly owned by multiple owners, but they have a majority owner, yes. Okay, so whether it's an owner or, or owners, they uh, each team has it, right? Right. Okay. Is there ever an instance, because I feel like you told me this before, where there's also like managers? So each somebody, team has a general manager that's okay. or their coach acts as the general manager where they make roster decision, coaching staff decisions, things like that. Okay. So in that instance, coaches can be general managers at times, but is the owner ever also the general manager? Yes. I mean, oh. sometimes like, it's kind of old school for the coach to be general managers or it takes a really experienced coach who wants to spend that time, but it's kind of old school. Um, it is rare for the owner to be a general. You got to think the it's owner expensive. is, is a, yeah, the owner is just a money bag I know, or someone who just like, brings money, but not football expertise. Now the exception to that, I believe Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones is their general manager okay. as well as their owner, but he's kind of like a wealthy guy who's been around the game of football for forever. Okay. Well, that was my question is basically, is it possible for them to double dip? And yes. So it's like, rare. How many teams have it like that sort of thing. But okay. Interesting. It's rare, but it's possible. Okay. Well, that, that's that was it. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how much these franchises are worth? Way more than I would ever be able to. Billions. Yeah. I think the most recent one was like seven, eight billion. That's what it sold for. Yikes. And some of these What's like the salary of a general manager. Oh, it varies. There is no salary cap. So really, it just comes down to how much are they willing to pay the guy that makes and breaks their roster. There's a player salary cap. So there's a limit to how much money they can spend on their players. 
but there's no limit to how much they can spend on their coaches. There's coaches that get fired that will oh, make coaches. Yeah. There's coaches that will get fired that will make more money during their time being fired than most people make in a lifetime. But, and there's no cap for general managers too. No, there's no cap. Usually, honestly, they usually make less than the coach. Mm. I mean, but it's still probably decent. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's still <laughs> in the millions, but yeah. Okay. Um, well. what else? There's also the there's minimum salaries that players can get. There's a vet minimum salary, so if you've been in the league long enough, there's a minimum that they have to pay you as a veteran. Um, there's a salaries, there's a signing bonus, and then there's also a um, fee if you were to cut a player and they have a certain allotment in their contract, you'll have to continue to pay them or you'll basically have to pay them to go away. Um, There's a lot of nuances in the pay. Wow. Very interesting. Yep. Okay. What else do you want to know? Is that it? For now. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another wonderful episode of Kevlar. We will follow up with Christmas after this one. It'll be our pre new year's special, I guess slash post Christmas special. Thanks for tuning in. Where can they find us at the real Kevlar? And you can see more from my passion project at coach P underscore nose on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. And I think that's all I have them on. And then my personal Facebook page, I have some stuff rocking there. Um, my new podcast releases January 2nd, Dragons and Demons, Real Motivation. Looking forward to to come to you soon. So, to close out this wonderful episode. Let's go open our presents. Do you want to? Just kidding. Come on. You can't say that and then go. All right. Close out this episode. My wife is going to ruin the next three days for me. And done. Bye.